0: Hello, my name is Kaushik Ramakrishnan and you are listening to the IDH Sustainable Trade podcast. I'm the Director of Strategy and Advisory Services for the FarmFit Business Support Team. Today's podcast is a knowledge sharing session with AgriWallet, an inspiring fintech company that IDH has been engaging with and working with over the last uh, several months. I will be speaking with Art Reetberg and Faith Mulwa from the AgriWallet team And I will be asking them to tell us about the ground reality and the ground impacts of the COVID-19 crisis in Africa, and especially the impacts to agriculture and smallholder value chains. I will talk to them about the role of digital financial solutions and digital financing models in the current situation. And I will ask them to tell us a little bit more about what AgriWallet does and how they're responding to the current crisis on the ground. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a big impact on all of our lives and it has had a big impact on agriculture value chains and especially value chains that work closely with smallholder farmers. Production activities by these farmers have been impacted due to lockdown and social distancing measures. Farmers face a shortage of inputs and seeds due to logistical challenges on the ground. And trade has been impacted, both trade across international borders, but also trade within a country across county borders. However, one of the major areas of impacts that we are seeing in agriculture value chains is in the area of financing and liquidity in these value chains. Companies are finding it increasingly hard to secure capital. This includes both working capital to keep their businesses running, but also asset capital to be able to invest in their businesses and invest in their assets. But farmers are also finding it increasingly difficult to get financing for their production activities. Farmer financing, and especially smallholder farmer financing, was challenging even in the best of times, and it is even more challenging in the current situation. IDH has been working with many different stakeholders for several years to create sustainable trade and sustainable value chains. IDH FarmFit program is a program focused specifically on making smallholder farming value chains sustainable, inclusive, and commercially attractive to all stakeholders, including and especially the smallholder farmers themselves. There are multiple tools within the farm food program that help achieve this goal. The first being what we call a service delivery models or SDMs, which are business models for companies to effectively and efficiently engage with smallholder farmers. The second is a grant facility that can provide catalytic support to companies that want to build scalable, commercially viable and investable SDMs. The third is the FarmFit Fund, which is an investment fund that can help de-risk investments and that can help unlock commercial investments and commercial capital coming into these value chains and into these businesses. And the fourth is an intelligence center, which gathers best practices and data to continuously improve on these business models and service delivery models. Through FarmFit, we have engaged with AgriWallet, which has included, amongst other things, an SDM analysis of their business model, And it is my pleasure to be hosting this knowledge sharing session with AgriWallet to hear more from them. I'd like to welcome Faith Mulwa and Art Reitberg from AgriWallet to this podcast. Thank you very much, Faith and Art, for joining us and making the time. Before jumping into the discussions on a very relevant topic, I'd like to first ask both of you to introduce yourselves. So can we maybe start with Faith? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Um, I'm
1: Faith Mulwa. I am part of the AgriWallet team. I'm a manager and I sit in the Nairobi office in Kenya. I have been with the organization for almost four years now and I tackle finance and strategy. Pleasure to be here.
2: Thank you, Fit. And Art? My name is Art Riedberg. I'm the co-founder of AgriWallet. We started uh, AgriWallet in 2017 after we had done some other work on other well wallets which were very successful. I'm based in Amsterdam, coordinating the work from, uh, from our head office in Amsterdam. Uh, my first
0: question to uh, both of you is: What are the ground realities that you're seeing in the light of the COVID uh, nineteen crisis? What are you hearing from farmers and agroverts and other other people you're in contact with?
1: So here in Kenya, we are uh, having a lockdown um, in various major towns and also border lockdowns, and we've carried out surveys with our, some of our farmers and our agro dealers, and we found out one of the key things that we have found out is that there is a liquidity dry-up, what is happening is that a lot of financial institutions are no longer willing to offer as much credit as they were previously because of the uncertainty of the times. And this is, of course, impacting the way the farmers are able to buy inputs and also our agro-dealers are not able to stock as many inputs as they were stocking before. So that's what we are finding on the ground.
0: Okay, thank you for sharing that is what you're hearing from the ground up, that there is a liquidity crunch and there's a dry-up of financing in the value chain. And what are the consequences of this? You mentioned a little bit that one of the consequences that farmers don't have the finance to buy inputs. Are there any other consequences to the production or to the supply chain or to food security as a result of uh, the liquidity dryer?
1: Definitely. Um, So if I begin with our agro-dealers, our agro-dealers typically would get credit from financial institutions or from bigger distributors. And part of the surveys that we carried out was to find out the impact of the credit lines that they were getting, and they're not able to access as much credit, which consequently affects the quality and the quantity of inputs that they're able to stock in their stores. And this is also trickling down to our farmers. So with our farmers, what we have found is that they have typically been getting a bit of credit from their agro-dealers because they have had a long relationship with them, but the agro-dealers cannot afford to give them credit any longer. Therefore, they're also not able to buy quality inputs, and that is impacting the productivity of food in various supply chains. So what we foresee, because now we are currently having the, the long rains, and we should begin harvesting in June or July, what we foresee is that there will be a decrease in productivity of food in various value chains, and this may potentially impact food security.
0: Okay, so there is a certain ripple effect that you're seeing, that uh, the liquidity issue for the agro ripples on to the farmers and then that has an impact on the production and as a result the food that will be available in the uh, local markets in the months uh, to come.
1: Yes, and also the pricing of the food, yes, there is a ripple effect.
0: Okay. And what is, um, you know, because of some of these issues, do you see a more prominent role coming up for digital payment platforms or digital payment solutions? You know, what is the role for technology to play here?
2: Yeah, this is typically the supply chain, the things that in the supply chain, what we see is still, there was a lot of cash payments and a lot of uh, paperwork and uh, physical interaction. Now, of course, due to Corona, due to transport uh, difficulties, social distancing, lockdowns, uh, this also becomes very difficult. And so there is a, a more rapid shift towards digital platforms digital ways of interaction, digital payments, digital communication. So we see there is a strong demand for digital platforms at this moment. We hope that in the supply chain, we can eliminate more and more cash and move towards digital payments uh, and digital communication between the parties. And we hope that the whole supply chain will become more digital. And. If that happens, the supply chain could become stronger in the future because digital supply chains are more transparent, they're more efficient. It will be easier for lenders if they can see what's happening in the supply chain to provide credit. So we hope that we this is a rapid movement towards digital supply chains that could come out of the Corona crisis stronger than before.
0: So the crisis is definitely accelerating the move towards digital payments, which was something that has been going on for a few years but now this crisis is just making it all the more relevant and accelerating the transition of these supply chains to uh,
2: digital finance models. Exactly and also everything that's going along with that. So for instance the whole KYC, know your customer, is all going to be digital now as enrollment of farmers, training of farmers. Everything that we do at the moment is digital. Digital KYC, digital enrollment, digital training, digital payments, digital credits. All our activities with farmers, with agri dealers, with aggregators and off takers, it's all digital at the moment.
0: And what about the role of farmer financing? As we all know, financing farmers and especially smallholder farmers was difficult even in the best of times. How is that now? And what is the role of digital solutions in making this uh, you know, farmer financing more feasible or more practical?
1: Um, I think you've, you've pointed it out very well. That financing smallholder farmers was difficult even from the beginning and now I think the problem has potentially been compounded and digital solutions are helping us in terms of it is lowering the cost of accessing the farmers and also lowering the risk in terms of we're able to get a lot of information digitally about the farmers without incurring the physical cost of going to contact the farmers And that has also improved our solutions in terms of we are more able to access more farmers and we are able to do it at a lower cost.
0: So it's clear that, you know, farmer financing is a need in the value chains. It's also a need of the hour, given the current crisis. And you also talked about how digital solutions and digital payment platforms can address this need. So it sounds like AgriWallet is really in the right place the right time to create impact and to you know, build a model that can really change the way these uh, agriculture value chains work. Could you tell us a little bit more about Agri Wallet? Tell us what you've done over the past few years, and tell us about your role in in facilitating digital payments and farmer financing.
2: Yeah, so what we've done in the past. Uh, what is unique about AgriWallet Wallet is that we are a supply chain finance platform. So comparatively to other lending platforms who supply credit one-on-one, we supply credit to multiple actors in the supply chain. And the dream of supply chain financing, if we can keep the money in the supply chain, then the whole supply chain becomes stronger. And smaller actors like smallholder farmers who normally find it very difficult to get credit, then hopefully can get more credit because they are part of a stronger supply chain that is uh, fully financed. So well, what we've done, digital payments, we, what we do is we use tokens. So we provide credit in the form of tokens which can be used in the supply chain and thereby we build a, an ecosystem of multiple actors in that supply chain. So it's really an innovative way of doing supply chain finance. Typically for the corona pandemic, we try to link that to, uh, to, to funders who have money and who are, can take a certain risk. And um, we, of course, very happy to work with the FarmFit Fund. And for instance, now during the corona times, we need funders um, and, and donors who are even willing to take on more risk. So we started a, a pilot together with the Rabo Foundation. The Rabo Foundation has an emergency fund for during the corona times. In the emergency of this emergency fund, they can take on much more risk than in normal times. And they lower their interest rates for the farmers. Um, and we do that uh, together with um, uh, the Rabobank. We do it together with uh, SNV and with um, the World Food Program. And the World Food Program is doing that in a program called Farm to Market Alliance. Now, here what we do is we work with, um, like Faith was saying, we work with farmers who have multiple crops and dairy. So they produce staple foods, which are important for uh, uh, people uh, who are in, for instance, in slums. Government is buying food for people in slums. And we work with these partners together to make sure that the supply chain can work properly, can function properly, and can produce enough food for local communities. And, um, and can work also with, uh, with buying programs from World Food Programme and the buying programs from the government.
0: Great. It's really nice to hear about how the platforms, how AgriWallet platform is being used to support the recovery and the support operations done by many organizations around the world. Uh, Before going into your response to the COVID-19 crisis, uh, you mentioned AgriWallet takes a supply chain financing model or money, or
2: keeping money in the chain. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? That sounds very interesting. Yes, so supply chain financing, what is nice is that a buyer pays a supplier. So for instance, let's say if a big buyer like Unity buys tea, they buy it from a supplier. But that supplier is often an importer who buys, let's say, tea from an exporter in a country like Kenya. And the Kenyan exporter buys it from a tea factory. And the tea factory, a local tea factory, they buy it from local farmers. And the local farmers, they buy inputs from local agro-dealers. So in a supply chain like tea, there can be up to 8, nine, ten different actors in that supply chain. Now, if the money starts from Unilever and the money goes all the way into the supply chain, and we can trace the money all the way from big buyers uh, all the way down to the smallest entity in the supply chain, then that's a huge de-risking. Um, and therefore, if the farmer can prove that he's part of that supply chain and has a, has a track record of supplying tea to, let's say, tea factories in Kenya, where ultimately Unilever is the buyer, then with this supply chain financing, we can really de-risk funding and we can make it possible, we make it attractive for lenders for banks and lenders to provide credit to those uh, farmers who before were too risky so supply chain finance is a way to de-risk uh, lending to parties um, because they are part of a strong supply chain and we can through our digital platform can show the transparency in the supply chain and we can keep with tokens we can keep money inside the supply chain
0: so could you tell us how tokens fit into Financing
2: the supply chain? Yes, AgriWallet has built around the concept of blockchain. And the dream of blockchain to me is that it is a payment system that can work anywhere in the world with very little uh, cost. And we have adopted that. We built on top of a blockchain platform called Ethereum, and we build a platform that can work on mobile phones, on any type of mobile phones, anywhere in the world. So even those simple let's say, uh, feature phones that are very popular still in in places like Africa. So we make sure that the blockchain can work on on these simple phones. And by using the tokens, it can only be used by other parties who are also on the platform, on our platform, AgriWallet platform. So other parties who have AgriWallet account in the supply chain. So the means using these tokens, which are sitting on the blockchain, the money can only be used to other AgriWallet account holders who are in the same supply chain, and thereby we make sure that the money stays in the supply chain. What's very important, we reduce diversion of funds, and diversion of funds that farm lending is not used for for farming or not used in the supply chain was a big problem for banks. Banks had sometimes 50% of the farmers using farm loans, not for the farm, but for other stuff. And that that made these farmers risky. And by using these tokens, we keep the money in the supply chain, we strengthen the supply chain, and a stronger supply chain works better, and it's much more attractive for lenders to provide credit to a strong supply chain. That's the the role of tokens. And the role of tokens means that we can roll this out anywhere in the world. Um, So we're not dependent on a local payment system or a local credit card system or a local banking system because it's a blockchain-based token. It can be used anywhere, at any phone, anywhere in the world.
0: OK, sounds like a real end-to-end approach, which is really innovative and which is what the sector also needs. Um, maybe coming back to your response to the COVID-19 crisis, uh, you talked about the work that you're doing with the World Food Program, with the Farm to Market Alliance. Could you tell us a little bit more about the project that you have for the COVID-19 response?
2: Yes, so in the COVID response, we are working with three actors in the supply chain. We're working with a dairy processor called KFL. They work with, they buy milk from farmers and we provide them with credits so that they can pay farmers on time. What's happening to this dairy processor? They have to pay the farmers the first of each month, but they often get their money when they sell the milk to the next party in the supply chain. They get their money normally after 60 days currently they get their money only after 120 days so they have a lot of stress in their working capital so we provide them the credit so that they can still pay the farmers on time because the farmers need their money by the first of the month the farmers are very cash strapped now the next in the supply chain is the farmer the farmer has supplied the milk to the dairy processor kfl The farmer gets his money, and then the farmer uses money to buy seeds and fertilizer for his crops. But in this case, the farmer gets his money from the KFL, the dairy processor, and also the farmer used to get credit when they buy seeds and fertilizer from the shop, where they buy their seeds and fertilizer. But the shop is not providing things on credit anymore. So the farmer doesn't get credit from the shop, and therefore we from AgriWallet provide them with a credit so they can buy the inputs from the shop. Now, the shop, due to the corona crisis, has inventory of seeds, fertilizer, and crop protection. But because the credit is drying up, they don't have enough money to buy inventory. And so their shop is empty. There's not enough inputs in inventory in the shop. So we provide credit that they can go to a distributor, and buy seeds, fertilizer, crop protection, farm tools, etc., uh, to sell to farmers. So by doing this, we provide credit to three entities in the supply chain. All these entities work together. The stores, they can buy more inventory and sell that to farmers. The farmers have the money to buy the, these inputs and continue farming and co- at the level that they're used to and they don't have a drop in their yield. And the farmers get paid on time because the the dairy processor can pay them the first of the next month, even though this dairy processor is uh, very tight on cash. So three actors in the supply chain get funded by us. The whole supply chain becomes stronger and everybody can keep on producing as they used to before the corona crisis. Of course, the money that we provide, the credit we provide, comes from Rabo. Uh, Foundation and Rabo Foundation, they take all the risk. So Rabo Foundation has an emergency fund. So especially for Corona, Rabo has an emergency fund. And during this time, they are willing to take all the risk. So if, if farmers or the, the dairy processor or the agro dealers cannot pay back, they take all the risk and they're willing to take the risk. So we are the digital platform to make sure the money goes to the right party. And also there is repayment and the fees are charged correctly, etc. Um and we do all the KYC and administration. But the Rabo Foundation are the ones who take all the risk. Now, after the pandemic, we will go back to normal, and that's where we work with FarmFit because after the, the pandemic, the supply chain hopefully functions as normal before. And then we will work with normal banks who need some encouragement, and that's where we will work with FarmFit to help some de-risking of the regular funding that comes from normal banks.
0: But clearly, there are going to be, you know, medium and longer term effects coming out from the current pandemic. What do you see as some of these effects that we're going to see for coming months and years? And, you know, what are the opportunities that you think might emerge from this?
1: When we speak about the emergency fund that we've gotten, I I just want to get into a bit more detail as I also answer your question. So to enable us to ease the liquidity crunch for our different players, we have identified a dairy Company that aggregates milk, stores it, and sells it to larger processors. And they serve over 2,000 farmers. And we've identified them because uh, one of the issues that they are having is there has been delayed payments from their final processor because of the corona crisis. And so, with them, we're extending them an additional credit of 1 million, which will enable them to pay their farmers faster. And for the farmers who they serve, we are also giving them credit. Over and above dairy, we are also enabling them to buy inputs for. Other produce, other crops that they have, the staple crops that they have from the agro dealers. And the credit would be about uh, 10,000 Kenya shillings per farmer. And we are also ensuring that our agro dealers are financed. We have identified various agro dealers and are going through the process of financing them with uh, about 200,000 Kenya shillings each. And this is a revolving fund to enable them to um, not only go through this crisis right now, but also to utilize the credit, pay it back and keep using it as they go along and to ease their financial crisis right now. To answer your question in terms of the medium and long-term effects, we are seeing very strongly that there is a need to establish a stronger digital supply chain. And that is coming out very clearly uh, because there's increased demand and we have to do financing in a different way, and in a more affordable way. So as AgriWallet, uh, we've also developed an application to ensure that we are also keeping up with the times as we are a digital platform, and we have an application, an app, that enables our players to work online, and that, that way we are having less contact with them, but then we are still able to serve them efficiently wherever they are in whichever part of the country they are in.
0: Okay, so you see some opportunities coming out of this as well. When you use the... In the current crisis, you're able to address the liquidity needs of the of the dairy value chain, as you gave an example of earlier on. But you're also seeing opportunities to strengthen the AgriWallet platform and strengthen the role that you play in providing affordable finance and inputs uh, in agri-value chains in the future. Yes. Anything else you'd like to share with us about AgriWallet or about the work that you're doing uh, in the current crisis before we shift gears to a couple of other topics?
2: Yes, so the crisis is, of course, very bad. What we see in countries that they have multiple crises. So, for instance, in Kenya, there's not only the COVID, but there's also the locust uh, and there's even flooding. So, what we see is that um, agri finance is very important to help uh, farm communities, supply chains get over these different crises, Um, and that we especially link finance to also parties who can take risk. And that's why we really uh, enjoy working with the FarmFit Fund uh, had to think about things like risk sharing, because what we see is, is agricultural financing in, in a lot of countries includes a lot of risk. There is COVID, there is now locust, there is uh, climate change, and all these risks we have must make sure that, uh, yeah, that we can work with partners who can assume part of that risk. So working uh, in these difficult times with partners like FarmFit who can take some of the risk is really essential
0: indeed and as you mentioned you know the covid-19 crisis makes the problem more relevant and pertinent but that doesn't mean that there are other problems to solve so it's great to hear that you also have uh, a broader view of the issues that need to be addressed in the value chain maybe shifting gears a little bit out in faith, uh, and you mentioned your engagement with the farmfit fund and with other elements of farmfit idh along with the farmfit team had done an sdm or a service delivery model analysis for wallet sometime last year. Could you reflect a little bit on the SDM analysis and did it help you understand your business model better or what came out from this SDM analysis? Could you share some thoughts with us, please?
2: Yeah, the SDM uh, was really helpful for us. There were some very um, smart people who looked at our data, who looked at our business model. It's always nice to have a third party looking at, at what, what you're doing, looking at the business model because they have fresh look, fresh ideas. Uh, The key thing that came out of it is two things, is not every customer is the same. So customer segmentation is important and not every customer has the same risk profile. So in the work that we do, we provide credit and in the price that we charge for that credit, we we need to assume the risk. We need to factor in the risk profile of the customer. So on the segmentation um, we We had great insight in how different farmers have different risk profiles uh, and how there's different growth pathways for these farmers. and that helped us to think how we approach these farmers. We also helped them to understand the, the need of these farmers and how we can serve different, different, different segments better. And also we understood better, okay, that certain segments are more costly and therefore the fee that we charge should also be in relationship to the cost of that segment, customer segment. So the SDM was really a great way for us to, to understand better how we can improve and how we can strengthen our business case for the future. It was great to work, to work with the FarmFit team and also we're very happy that FarmFit has some technical assistance capabilities. And uh, that we can work together with FarmFit and use their expertise and their technical assistance to strengthen our business model, to strengthen our uh, platform and to strengthen the way that we uh, approach farmers and help farmers and supply chains become, uh, become stronger and better.
0: Okay, I'm glad to hear that the SDM analysis was useful in helping you uh, figure out your strategy and figure out how to continue building AgriWallet. But in doing so, did you also get to see some of the weaknesses or, uh, you know, let me say the riskier elements of your business model? And are there any specific areas that you think, you know, a partnership with an organization like IDH or with the FarmFit Fund would be helpful to you in the future?
1: One thing that we have found is that because our business model is relatively new, what we find is that sometimes we'll make assumptions and sometimes the assumptions will fail or will not stand the first time around. And we are learning and improving as we go along and making our model better. So one great support that we would benefit from in terms of like technical assistance would be support from IDH and other organizations that will enable us to venture into new value chains and also into new countries that we've not been in, because that makes a very big difference to allow us to learn as quickly as possible and to enable us to improve and be most relevant within those value chains.
0: So to help uh, AgriWallet really scale up the business, scale into other sectors, into other countries, as you mentioned. And that actually leads me to my next question, which is really, what's the future? Right? What are the next steps for AgriWallet? Where do you see yourselves going? You clearly have a very strong platform and a very strong business model. What's next?
2: Yeah, so One of the things is we see some of our partners, they are very interested to take this to multiple countries. We're working with FarmFit at the moment to work in the poultry supply chain with an uh, international company called Hendrix. Now, that organization we started in Tanzania, but they have a list of 19 countries where they would like to use AgriWallet in their poultry supply chain. So although AgriWallet is a digital platform and it potentially can work everywhere in the world, there still can be some context-specific things that have to be adjusted for each country. Um, so that would be great if we can do that together with FarmFit and we can use uh, the expertise of FarmFit um, and some of the technical assistance from FarmFit. So that would be great. On, on top of that, these companies, they like their supply chain to be well financed, but the finance has to come from banks. And we really are looking forward to work with the FarmFit Fund to approach these banks together where FarmFit can help to structure deals with these banks and also where FarmFit can use their de-risking uh, and risk-sharing capabilities to make it attractive for many, many banks to join in supplying, uh, uh, supply, providing supply chains with appropriate and affordable uh, finance to farmers, to agro-dealers, to aggregators. So working with the FarmFit Fund to approach banks and to unlock investment into supply chains um, also, especially uh, stimulates sustainable uh, investments in sustainable supply chains. And th- that's something that we hope to uh, to, to work much more intensively uh, and very intensively together in the coming years.
0: Excellent. Thank you for sharing your plans uh, and your ambitions. Uh, it sounds very exciting. Sounds like you have a lot of ambitions for the business in terms of growing the business, but also really creating impact and bringing liquidity and financial solutions to value chains that really need it. Uh, I'd like to really thank thank you, Ard, and thank you, Faith, for taking the time to share a little bit of your experience on the COVID-19 crisis, as well as share your experience with digital financial platforms and what AgriWallet is doing. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, and I'd like to thank you again for making the time. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very, very much.
0: Well, it was great to hear from arden faith about the role of digital financial and fintech platforms in addressing the immediate urgent needs of the covid-19 crisis especially the need around getting liquidity into the supply chains and around the need to do this in an efficient through an efficient channel that can get money in the hands of the people who need it in a contactless uh, efficient way uh, as idh as you heard from arden faith as well we are looking forward to being continuing to engage with AgriWallet. The SDM analysis that we did with them last year hopefully gave them good insights to design their business model, and we look forward to continuing to engage with them as FarmFit business support and as a FarmFit fund. Uh, we also see a lot of potential as IDH in similar models all over the world. Uh, we see a lot of potential in digital platforms to bridge the liquidity and bridge the payment gap that currently exists and to really create step change or scale change. We would love to hear from other companies who have similar models or who have uh, the desire to innovate and create new digital financial models. We look forward to hearing from you and learning more about what you're doing. And if you'd like to continue to hear what IDH does in this space and in other areas of our operations, Uh, Listen to our podcast, follow our channel on the IDH podcast via iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Or you can sign up uh, to the IDH newsletter on www.idhtrade.org to always receive the latest news and podcasts in your inbox. Thank you very much.